All right, well, welcome to the Leader Growth Podcast. I'm David Skidmore. Hey, it has been awesome walking with you all this year through life and through leadership. This has been my first year with Leader Growth and founding this organization and getting to serve a lot of people, whether that's in leader growth groups uh, or coaching people individually, uh, organizationally, whatever that may look like. Hey, I'm excited today because today I have uh, someone who has become a good friend now uh, in Matt Palmer. Um, fantastic guy. We actually got to speak at a leadership conference just a few weeks ago. Uh, loved that experience. Matt is the Senior Director of Employee Experience at Heartland. And let me tell you, when you're talking about a culture, when you're talking about an organization that invests in people, that impacts people, that people long to work for, I, I hear so many people talking about, I love Heartland because of the Heartland way. I love growing there. Matt, I'm excited because as leaders are listening and they're thinking, how do I help set my organization on a trajectory where we're going to invest in our employees, where we're going to invest in our people? I can think of no one better than to sit down and talk with you. So thanks for joining <laughs> on the Leader Growth Podcast. Thanks for being here yeah. and welcome. Yeah, super glad to be here. And that's super kind of you because there are a lot of, <laughs> I can think of a lot of people that you should talk to before me. Okay, well, about I, culture. I might need yeah. a few names yeah. at, at the end of this because the more I've learned, uh, the, the more I've learned about Heartland, mm. the more I've been impressed uh, and even I, I would say impacted and inspired. I've gotten to, to know stories of people who have been there. I've, I've got a few close friends and your close friends tell you what, what it's really like. Yeah, yeah. And so when you start hearing all the good news about it, you're like, okay, this, this, this really is yeah. an amazing place to be. So senior director of employee experience, Matt, what, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? That's a yeah. good question. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good. So the way we think about it at Heartland specifically, when we think about employee experience mm -hmm. is, is somebody or a team of people yeah. that are being mindful about the experience that employees have from the minute they start interacting with us as a candidate, potentially mm -hmm. to how they're onboarded, what that journey like is generally look like as they do their job, right? Or as they build their career inside of our company. And then it also includes this sort of offboarding process, right? So when you think about all the things that happen during a uh, an employee or a team member's journey, we're trying to be really intentional and mindful mm. about what all those things are Yeah. Um, to do a couple of things. One, increase engagement, yes. right? So we want to have really engaged people, but also, and not to oversimplify it, but I'm going to now, but, but also to help them uh, become a better version of themselves, mm. right? Which is really important to us. Yeah. So that's a, that's at a high level. I think the important thing to point about, about point out, excuse me, about employee experience um, is that it, it should be noted that we think about employee experience based on the perceptions of the employee, right? Mm. So another component of employee experience is not only crafting really great experiences along that journey, um, but but we really are are trying to be fanatical about listening to the employee's voice, mm -hmm. hearing from them, understanding them, understanding what their perceptions are. Because no matter how great I think it is, mm -hmm. we actually need them to think it's great too, yeah. right? To have a really great experience. It's not enough for me to say, but look at all these amazing things we've built for you if nobody's engaged with it and nobody cares mm -hmm. about it and it doesn't seem meaningful. So that's the other piece of it is it's sort of like being mindful and designing experience along the employee journey, but it's also being really fanatical about what they're saying about the journey, which we're, tr we're actually trying to get better at for sure. When, when you talk about 
engaging employees yeah and having fully engaged employees first thing i think of it is an employee who is engaged is not looking to leave yeah so many people have experienced turnover whether they're small business owners uh large companies everybody's experienced this yeah sure yeah tell us about what it looks like to really engage employees and just from from the foundation like some some of the things that you guys do yeah yeah, that's a good question because everybody's different, yeah. right? And different teams are different. Different people sort of latch on to different things about mm-hmm. what they find meaningful with their work. But in the introduction, you actually talked about our culture. So mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we really tried to instill and to create uh, moments for people to interact with it is is learning about our culture, yeah. growing in our culture, mm-hmm. caring about our culture. Yeah. Um, because the work itself is challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's re- just like any other job or, yeah. or a company or starting a business or working in an organization or whatever it is. Our teams are are really trying to solve some really difficult things to mm-hmm. make uh, it better for our customers, right? Grow the business, all the things that we're trying to do. And I think when we think about engagement initially at the very beginning, we're really looking for them to be engaged with our culture specifically mm-hmm. because it really is in many ways why people why people want to be at our company mm-hmm. right so like it's fun to do financial technology it's fun yeah. to create software um, but at the end of the day that's not always the things necessarily that people say that's mm-hmm. what's most meaningful right so okay. so when we're trying to create engagement I'm trying to see we're trying to create moments where people can feel experience mm-hmm. understand learn help others learn about our culture and you yeah. you talked about it, it's the heartland way so yeah. we sort of frame yeah. it in these 10 tenets of our culture that help us define it right help mm-hmm. make it practical help, help make it real when we start with the heartland way yeah because yeah. that's foundational to who you are in Heartland hasn't always had the Heartland way. This has been something yeah. that you all have intentionally That's invested right. in within culture. You know, Matt, I, I think about from a culture perspective, I, I you you mentioned I want people to be bought in yeah. to the culture. Right. Like people think sometimes culture is just a buzzword. Mm-hmm. You're you're talking about the assumed way that that we do things, the the value that that we place on each other, um, the value that that we even place on how things are done within this organization. Yeah. We want people bought into yeah. this. Um, Heartland way. What what's the first part of of the Heartland way? Yeah. So a good way to describe it is it's the foundation of how we interact, right? Okay. It helps define the way. If you and I are working together inside yeah. the company, it helps define the way we're going to work it okay. together. Like, what are those activities? What's the mindset around it? What's some of the actions that we might have working together? And so it's really a testament, I should mention this, it's really a testament to our senior leaders and specifically our president, Vince Lombardo. I've heard great things about yeah, Vince. Who, yeah, oh, amazing leader and really the visionary for the Heartland Way in lots of ways, including a lot of the other senior leaders. Um, but but these tenets, if you will, think of them as the foundation mm-hmm. or what shapes how we sort of live, work, and play together, mm-hmm. right? Those types of things. Um, and so to give you just a couple of examples, because yeah. uh, it might make it helpful, um, one of our tenants, one of our core, one of our 10 tenants is, is to be happy and healthy, right? So okay. to be happy, like yeah, so to be happy and healthy uh, affects who we are as individuals, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and ultimately, it, it means that happy and healthy team members 
uh, leads to happy and healthy, you know, customer experiences, mm-hmm. which ultimately leads to a happy and healthy company, uh, right? So it's good yeah. for business to encourage people to be happy and healthy, yeah. but it's also just the right thing to do, right? So we talk a lot about about how people are doing, like how healthy are you? Mm-hmm. How do you know that you're healthy? How do you know that you're happy? Right? These types of things, right. and really encourage people to be able to answer those things specifically for them. Right? How wow. do I know when I'm happy? How do I know when mm-hmm. I'm healthy? How's my mental health? How's my physical health? How's my emotional and spiritual health? All of those things play into having people inside of our culture working together, being happy and healthy. And eventually that affects customer outcomes for sure. Yep. I think about the, those words. I want to show up at, at an organization um, if, if I'm working there. I, I want to show up at a place that, that values me being both happy and yeah, healthy. Absolutely. Taylor. Uh, happy and healthy, like we're, we're we're both guys who are who are passionate about that. In fact, Taylor's on this amazing health journey right now. Uh, shout out Carnivore Diet. Yeah, 100%. yeah, absolutely crushing it, man. Very cool. What is it again? What was that? Like what? what what's okay. the progress so far? Uh, eighty-five pounds. Eighty-five pounds, man. That's amazing. Just yeah, do, doing amazing, yep. incredible things in in business. I love what what Taylor has uh, has created here. I I know for for me, I, I was talking to to a few people today. One of the behaviors, if I'm gonna be at the peak performance, and and not just peak performance, but just peak health yeah. enjoyment, I have to work out. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. Not everybody likes that, you know. Right. So when when you talk about happy and and healthy, yeah, how do y'all actually engage people and 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 get to hear feedback from people that let you know, oh, they're they're growing mm-hmm. in both happiness and in health. Yeah, yeah. So um, a very simple way that we do mm-hmm. that is it's part of our employee voice strategy. So those okay. those that have gone through our onboarding experience and eventually in 2023 we'll roll this out to the complete org uh, in time. But we do what we call quarterly pulse checks. Okay. And and one of those pulse check questions is actually how would you rank your own happy and healthiness? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a little bit it's a little bit up to them. Right. They yeah. they get to choose and it's on a scale one being mm-hmm. horrible, ten being amazing. Um, but we're, we're actually checking the pulse of the organization that way every quarter, right. And watching that number specifically. And there's sort of some metrics or parameters Mm -hmm. that we deem successful or not successful, but we're watching it. Those on the employee experience team and our HR leaders and those types of people are paying attention to that. So we're actually tracking it. We're actually measuring it, which is pretty cool. So I, I think about the Heartland Way. Yeah. I think about uh, happy and healthy leaders. But by the way, when did the Heartland Way come about? Is that like 2017, oh, oh 2018, gosh. 2019? Yeah, no, actually later than that. Um, I th- I should know this answer. I don't know. I, didn't I would mean say, to put you on, yeah, on the spot, Vince, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, this is slightly <laughs> embarrassing. Um, I think probably uh, we begin to see it really practic- practically evident inside of our culture probably in 2020, probably somewhere. Which is a fascinating end of 2020, time. Uh, maybe 2019, somewhere in that okay. range. Yeah. So I, I, I think though about like 2020. You're talking about we want people to be happy and healthy, yeah. and you're in a time when it's complete crisis. Yeah. Um, people, by and large, in culture, wouldn't define their their lives as happy and healthy. Right. And so, um, what did that look like as far as engaging with people um, to get get those answers and then leading them through that? Yeah. 
Gosh, I think I can only give you my perspective. Right, there were a lot right. of really amazing leaders that led really well through a lot of very specific things mm-hmm. tied to individuals, right? So certainly in 2020, um, COVID, pandemic, mm-hmm. challenges in our economy, all the things that were happening that were really affecting people's yeah. lives, those are really unique to specific mm-hmm. people. And so I want to call that out. I think that we had a lot of amazing leaders working directly with people in one-on-one yeah. to make that happen. Now, um, I think... I think, uh, from my perspective, leading around a tenant like Happy and Healthy through Mm -hmm. 2020 um, was... And we did this before. This was not a new thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think Heartland's culture is really good about this, but I think we were just more intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Is really paying attention and being intentional around yeah. how do we feel like people are doing, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you know, for me in particular, it was really difficult for me being a people person. I'm an extrovert. I want to hang out with people all the time. Same. Yeah, That's why like, we find ourselves in long yeah. lunches at Barrios. <laughs> That's like, right. Oh, we That's both right. got to go. That's we right. in five more minutes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it was difficult for yeah. me, right? It was difficult for me to go to start working at home and and being by myself or always being on a call or that type of thing. And I think the way we, we really worked at being happy and healthy in that time is paying attention to the person on the other side of the camera Mm. and, and wondering how are they doing? Or you don't seem like you're yourself. Let's Mm. chat about that. Right. And let's engage about that. Yeah. And then also doing things specifically to sort of get, get us out of a work routine. Mm -hmm. Right. And help us drive some engagement around some things that just help us feel human. Right. So we, did um we did you know virtual pizza mm-hmm. parties we did virtual oh, really? cocktail making i've heard did, of the virtual pizza yeah, party. we did brilliant. we did virtual scavenger hunts yeah. right so different things like that but those are some examples that come to mind i think the big thing about that yeah. um when you're managing a team that is largely remote is you have to be increasingly more intentional and paying mm-hmm. attention do i do i feel like that person's doing well and have have a strong enough relationship mm-hmm. when you feel like they're not doing well or they're not they don't look happy and healthy to be able to reach out to them and say hey i care about you let's mm-hmm. chat about this like it it feels like you're not doing as well there's certainly yeah. people at heartland that do that for me yeah uh, when i'm not having a great day and i think that's really important for sure i was listening to greg uh i was listening to craig rochelle's leadership yeah. podcast i think in one of, one of the last couple of episodes he mentioned if you think that your people are doing well i would encourage you to to think differently mm-hmm. and instead of assuming everyone's doing yeah. well um ask the extra question because a lot of people are really wrestling after going through everything. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, Matt, I, I think about Heartland, you all have this credo mantra mm-hmm. uh, saying it's entrepreneurs. Respectfully serving entrepreneurs, yeah. It, so yeah. you all have created a culture of entrepreneurship. Right. And that often is very driven people. Mm-hmm. It's passionate people. It's people yes. who, who want to grow, people who yep. want to build. Let me ask you, when you think about entrepreneurs and all of that drive. Yeah. How do you serve them to make sure that they're still going on a healthy trajectory, Yeah, that they're happy, and at the same time that they can feel like, oh, man, it's okay for for me to raise my my hand and say, I'm not doing okay. Yeah, man, I love that you brought that up. I specifically, um, I feel like I'm, uh, candidly, I feel like I learned that lesson. I'm mm. doing a really good job at it. And then I'm not doing a good job at it. Yeah. But what you, what you said is really, really important. And, and this is something we talk about inside of our culture and specifically in a lot of our leadership development is, is being a happy and healthy 
uh, culture, having that as a tenant, mm-hmm. certainly does not mean that everybody's doing great yeah. all the time. And in fact, the more we step into being our authentic selves, it actually requires us to raise our hand when it's not going well and yeah. be authentic and say, and say, this is not what I thought. This mm-hmm. is I'm not doing well, or I'm struggling, and I need yeah. some help, and I need yeah. to chat with somebody about that. I know specifically my journey with my leader. Her name's mm-hmm. Kara Greenhall. She's our senior vice president yeah. of HR. Um, has been super impactful in my life as I've become more and more comfortable raising my hand and saying, I'm not doing well. I'm not having the best day. Here's some things that are really mm-hmm. stressing me out. And and I think I think that's really important, right? I think it's important yeah. to to give people the space to be able to do that appropriately. Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. so I do think it, it, it's important for people to understand this story because you mm. are the senior director of employee experience, and as an employee of this organization, mm-hmm. you were you were taken care of. You were you you were carefully, and I would I, I, even from from hearing it from you, yeah. You were cared for and you were loved um, by your leaders. Yeah, and absolutely. so anyway, I, I don't want to tell tell your own story, so I'll let you actually share it with us. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking about my journey specifically yeah, and getting yeah. into my position mm-hmm. and, and all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really short, really short of it. And this mm-hmm. is this is one of the reasons which they're all ten tenants mm-hmm. are really impactful yeah. for me. But it's one of the reasons I'm really passionate about the happy and healthy yeah. specific tenant. Um, it's because uh, when I entered the business, I entered in a different position. Uh, I entered as part of the marketing team, which I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. and love that and love those team. And look, still today, they're doing amazing yeah. things. It's awesome. But really, long story short, what had happened was um, I specifically we had gone. We had, I joined the business in in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot happening inside of the business. We're always moving very quickly, which we're really proud of mm-hmm. and excited about. Um, we do really have an amazing group of entrepreneurial minded yeah. people who are always trying to do things, which I, I like to be a part of. And I like that type mm-hmm. of culture. But what was happening candidly was as we were trying to do a lot of things, um, I was not taking care of myself mm-hmm. like I should be. Yeah. My, my personal self. And, and it wasn't any of the leaders. It wasn't any of the senior leaders. It wasn't anybody uh, in influence over me that was, that was making that happen. It was my choice. I was actually not owning my own happy and healthiness, which we talk about our team members doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we get through, we get through, uh, the first part of 2020, we get through that sort of like spring of 2020 when it all started to really be difficult. We get through early part of summer and then somewhere in there, uh, I don't remember exactly when somewhere in there, I reach a point where I just like, I had a really rough stretch, um, and end up having a panic attack for the first time. Right, which is something you know a lot of people experience, and I'm glad to hear more and more people talking about this. Yeah. And uh, but really had just reached a point where from that experience started to recognize through a lot of hard things like this is not this is not going well for yeah. me. Right? Can like, I jump in on on this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when, when people hear panic attack, yeah, yeah. If you haven't had one, mm-hmm. which um, I, I I think some people will go, oh well, that's just like you're having a bad day. Yeah. It's it's not just a bad day. I think though. it's different than that. Yeah. From my <laughs> yeah. perspective, I think it's different it's than that. It's not just a, a little yeah. bit of, of anxiety. Like what happens in the 
in a panic attack, like as, as a leader. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, and this mm-hmm. is my experience, and a lot of people have different experiences. And mm-hmm. so I certainly, um, uh, I, you know, those things are, you know, there's a lot of different experiences around mm-hmm. that. But for me specifically, the way it looked was I, I, um, I just reached a point where it was difficult for me to control my thoughts. It was mm-hmm. difficult for me to control my breathing. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like it was sort of spinning out of control. Like yeah. I couldn't hold on yeah. to it anymore. And it was enough of that affected with my breathing, breathing, the increased heart rate that I was like, it, it, for me, um, maybe the best way to describe it is it like really gets your attention. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know when yeah. something happens inside of your body that you're like, wait, wait a minute, yeah, that's like, not normal. Yep. Right. And then that not normal feeling kept happening and kept mm. happening, kept happening. Wow. And I'm like, man, something is wrong wow. with me. And um, and so that specifically, that that experience specifically, um, really got me to a place where I was like, okay. I know all the right things mm. to do. I've, I've had executive coaching. I've yeah. read all the books. I'm part of faith groups. Like I was like, I was dealing with a little bit of shame around that. Like, I can't believe this actually happened to me. Mm. I'm, I should like know what to do. Yeah. But the reality is there was a lot of things going on inside my head and inside my heart mm-hmm. uh, that, that really reached a point where I just, I lost control of it a yeah. little bit. And uh, that sent me on a journey uh, to kind of redo some things mm-hmm. in my life and pay more attention to what's going on specifically inside of me and and to step closer mm-hmm. uh, into being happy and healthiness. Yeah. So better mental health, better spiritual yeah. health, better physical health. And then and then got to join uh, along in that process, got the privilege to join Kara Greenhall's team mm-hmm. and start to work on some of these employee experience stuff uh, that we're talking about today. Which is so significant. And, and you know, Matt, yesterday uh, in one of our leader growth groups, yeah. we're walking through and um, one of the things that, that we talked about was um, the power of leading out of brokenness. Mm. And so many, so many leadership things. It just seems like it's it's people who are perfect, put together perfectly, and mm. there there's not a level of brokenness that actually allows you to to say, "Hey, I know what it's like when like things aren't okay, and I don't exactly know how to fix it mm. for myself at this time." Yeah. And so you know, I I love that you just shared that in your own journey, leading you to you know even being able to to step over and help people who are, you know, in, in a difficult, so many people waking yeah. up every day in yeah. a world that they don't want to wake up to. Uh, sometimes a situation, a manager, uh, whatever it may be that they don't want to wake up and go work. And, you know, we, we don't know all of the challenges and yet you're, you're working there now to help design an experience for them. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 It's, it's encouraging. Yeah. And thanks for sharing that. I, th- I think a lot of it is, um, I think I think in our culture, um, and this isn't true everywhere, but in our culture mm. specifically, the time that we have with you should help yeah. you be a better version of yourself, mm-hmm. a more authentic version of yeah. yourself. And and oftentimes I tell people specifically about our culture, our culture is uniquely designed that's going to help you grow. Like it's mm. intentionally designed to help you grow. Yeah, And that's something I really appreciate, even through the journey, right? And how mm. hard it was and the things I had to learn and the conversations I'd have with my wife and family and friends and leaders and all kinds of things as a result of like stepping into some healing. I I am thankful mm. that Heartland has a culture that says, no, we we actually wanna we actually want you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. Which means we actually gotta talk about some of these things that aren't so great. 
right? Does it make sense? Like mm-hmm. we've got to actually acknowledge um, and be authentic around the things that are working, the things that are not working and how that's affecting you specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's been my experience. Now we, we, we hope that's true for everybody uh, and we try to create those opportunities, but our team members have to really step into that and own it themselves, right? We can't do that for mm-hmm. them specifically. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like somebody's sitting here listening to this and they're like, man, Matt, it sounds like, like you guys are very invested and this didn't happen overnight. This was a process, but you all are very invested in how you're uh, developing your, your people, uh, how you're growing them. I'm hearing this. And I'm also saying, okay, we don't even have a plan like, like that. Like mm-hmm. we don't have a way. Yeah. <laughs> we just, right. we show up and work. Yeah. That's <laughs> and right. I love my people, but I'm not able to be as present with them as I want to be. Yeah. Like I can't probably design this masterful employee experience for the next six weeks. Sure. But I do want to help engage my employees and keep them engaged mm-hmm. in a much better way. I yeah. want them to, to be happy and healthy going yeah. into a new year. What are some of the key elements that leaders should be thinking about with their people going into a new year? Yeah. Yeah. Really. I want to address one thing really quickly yeah. that comes yeah. to mind. I think one of the things uh, about our culture specifically is we do spend a lot of time addressing how people are doing, mm-hmm. right. And trying to create those moments in teams with hiring managers and one-on-ones mm-hmm. and all yeah. kinds of expressions of what it's like to be a part of our organization. Mm-hmm. But another major part of our organization is we accomplish a lot really quickly. So mm-hmm. I think one of the things that's important for people when they're going to think about culture is and I don't want to I don't want this to be understated uh, because I'm chatting through my experience mm-hmm. but one of the things that's important about our culture or any culture is that yes we want to take care of people because that's the right thing to do yeah. but also the business has to accelerate mm-hmm. right the business has to reach its goal its goals right yeah. the business has to affect those KPIs that are important mm-hmm. right it, it the business has to be successful and and I think that's really important to highlight is mm-hmm. that our culture certainly um, cares about people being their authentic self uh, because we believe they're most effective in the business to drive mm-hmm. the business forward when those things are true. Yeah. Right. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So I want to call that out because, and I'm, you're not implying this, but oftentimes people refer to culture as like, Oh, you're like the fun guy or like you do all the parties and all those <laughs> yeah. things. And yes, we should absolutely have fun yeah. whenever we possibly can. Cause I think that's part of the human experience, but also culture done right builds people and mm-hmm. accelerates business, yeah. which is super fun to be a part of. Right. Like it's really fun to be a Mm -hmm. part of a team that's thriving and growing uh, as individuals and as a team and is actually contributing to the business being successful, which is really cool, which is super Mm -hmm. fun to be a part of. Yeah. So, Matt, with with what you're saying there, I think it's important because sometimes when we talk about culture, you could just be called like the happy guy or sometimes people who talk about culture. It's almost like, oh, like that's just the soft side. Right. That's and right. the truth is that the people that I know at Heartland, as you said, mm-hmm. are high performers. Yep. And, you know, sometimes when we say like, well, we just want to be aware that you're a human, we only mean the soft side of things. Right. The other reality is that humans are able to get a lot done. Right. Humans enjoy being able to be part of a productive team that performs well, That's that right. meets its goals, yep. uh, that even exceeds it. And that has a lot of fun doing that, but also finds out what we're capable of because we push ourselves yeah. to more. Yeah. And so 
as, as you're thinking about, you know, some of these different challenges and, and some, some of these different things, you still have have these leaders who want to draw out their, their teams. And they're like, I hear all of that. Yeah. Help me break it down really simple. Like, what do we need to do to really engage our employees well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, um, I think engagement strategies, and I, and I will try to make this as mm-hmm. practical as possible. But but I think they have to believe they're part of something bigger than themselves, right? Which yeah. everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. Which means you got to have a compelling vision, yeah. right? So I I think one of the things that, that initially drives that and drawing mm-hmm. out engagement is that our leaders do, and our senior leaders in particular do a really really great job talking about where we're going, mm-hmm. what we're doing, what's important, how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Right, and we talk about those things very specifically quarterly in what we call our, our town hall, our quarterly town halls. Yeah. Right, so everybody in the business all the time understands. Hey, this is how we're doing. This is what's going on. Here's what you're a part of. Here's some things mm-hmm. we're like winning at. Here's some things that we're like challenged with right mm-hmm. now. Right, which we openly yeah. talk about. So I think that's a big part of it. But I also think, I also think senior leaders can only do so much. We actually need our managers and our supervisors and our amazing team leaders, like those mm-hmm. people that are leading in sort of the entry levels of mm-hmm. our organization to be really passionate about mm-hmm. caring about their teams and holding people accountable and setting expectations, mm-hmm. right? And these types of things. And, um, and, and we find that really, really powerful. So yeah. I guess if I'm, um, and I want to I want to make sure I'm answering your question specifically, but I, I guess if I'm trying to step into practically, mm-hmm. how do you establish culture and engagement? Um, oftentimes, people look to the senior leader to make all that stuff happen, mm-hmm. and that person does have a really important role. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really every leader inside the organization saying, "I actually care about engagement, wow. and that that needs to be true on my team." Mm-hmm. And what can we do to ensure that that happens, right? And mm. so uh, we give playbooks yeah. and training stuff and have coaching conversations and lots of things. But everybody along, everybody inside the organizational sort of sort of structure has to, has to at some level be committed to driving engagement and caring about people, right? And seeing yeah. those people thrive. Um, really quick, really quickly, the way we define leadership in our business as is someone that helps someone else get where they cannot get on their own. Hmm. Right. So we did not, we don't call leadership of like you're a manager or you're a supervisor mm-hmm. or you're a senior vice president, although those people are leaders. Yeah. Um, we actually encourage people to be a leader through influence okay. and be, be looking for opportunities to help someone get where they can't get on their own, which we mm. all need from time yeah. to time. Right. Like all of, we need that. So, and, and when we do that, uh, not only do we have our senior leaders casting vision about what it should look like, our our leaders throughout the organization calling people to be engaged and caring, but now everybody's contributing to helping people get where they can't get on their own. And you start to amass a lot of inertia around building culture that is caring mm. about people, helping people, and also accelerating the business, which is pretty cool. And when, when we get that, we, we get a team that ends up being bought in. Yeah, yeah. It's not just our, our leaders who, who are bought in. Everybody's bought in we're starting to go somewhere together. Yeah. And when we start yeah. going somewhere together, honestly, yeah. things are a lot more fun. Yeah. I think most of us say, I do feel pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm more energized to be a healthy yeah. person. Yeah. And to yeah. be a part of it and to mm-hmm. be working with people, you know, that care about you and care about being successful too. I think those things are important. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm thinking about um, somebody who, who hears this and they say, okay, Matt, 
I can see that in in a large organization. I can see it, mm-hmm. how that plays. Uh, I may not have all of those resources, all of those team members, but I want to get better right now and going into this next year. Like, what what's the first step that I need to take as I begin to think about my employee experience? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the first thing I need to do, or maybe? the question um, that I should be asking them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really great. Um, From my perspective, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of really amazing people talking about this stuff and books being written, Mm -hmm. other podcasts and all kinds of things. But a couple of things that I think are really important if you're going to start implementing, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of strategy and structure around the employee experience is first of all, you got to care about the employee experience, right? (laughs) I think think that's something we're pretty fanatical at Heartland about is... Are what kind of experiences are mm-hmm. we creating, right? And we want to be really great at it. We want to do a good job, and we certainly have like mm-hmm. a lot of room to grow in some particular yeah. areas. Um, but we, but you have to care about the experience. The other thing that I challenge leaders to do when they're starting to build out plans around mm-hmm. EX or employee experience is to map that journey, mm-hmm. right? So oftentimes. Um, we, I find, and this is not specific to Heartland, this is sort of chatting with leaders outside of our organization. But when I find, um, when I find, okay, let's, when I'm talking to other leaders and I say, let's map the journey, Mm -hmm. what's it like to actually join this business? I find a lot of leaders that have no idea what that's like, Mm. or they're, they'd be like, well, I don't know how you like what the application process is like, or what it's like to receive an offer, or I'm not sure how people get onboarded. I think we just like meet them on their first day and give them their computer and tell them like, be successful, like whatever you do. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think being intentional one is first caring about the employee experience Mm -hmm. and and choosing it's, we're going to make it epic. Yeah. Like we're going to make it really awesome to yeah. the best of our ability. Yeah. But also I think leaders actually have to be mindful and map and plan and understand mm-hmm. what is happening during the phases of that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, once you do that, I think then you can start to look at these individual moments and saying, are we really proud of what happens there mm-hmm. and can we make it better? Yeah. Right. And I think that's a really practical thing that any organization could do. Um, the other thing that's I like good. to mention about that is if, if if we said if we said hey we're going to map the customer journey oftentimes mm-hmm. business leaders are going i'm in for that mm-hmm. like i'm in for that um and so they they all they they oftentimes have that competency to understand yeah. what mapping a journey yeah. looks like i think it's just i think it's taking that experience and skill set and saying like we do journey mapping for customers let's also do journey mapping for employees and because it matters, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's important. The employee experience is directly linked to the customer experience because mm-hmm. employees are those that are creating the customer experience. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? So yep. you can't, you actually, if you're gonna have a really amazing customer experience, mm-hmm. you actually have to have a really amazing employee experience simultaneously. Yeah. You know, yep. what you're saying there, Matt, makes me think back to um, the first interview that that I did that, this year on the Leader Growth Podcast was with Dr. Rennie Cook. And yeah. one of the things Rennie said is, uh, leaders gotta love. Yeah. If you don't love people, you're not a leader. You're just a manager. Mm. I loved his definition on that because when, when when I think about a leader who who really loves people, you're drawing out yeah. something for others. So your your first question is it's 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 a heart check. It's a gut check. And I know a lot of leaders are feeling worn out. Yeah. And yet at the same time, as we're going into the holidays, we're gonna take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. I hope. And then ask this question. Do I really care 
about my employee's experience. Mm. Yeah. And then as well, what does it look like to map that? Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. When I think about that, I think of like really practical demonstrated empathy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. I think, wow. and I think, I think that's, I think that that at the end of the day is a, a really big driver for this is, is demonstrating practical empathy and mm-hmm. wondering in along that, along the journey of the employee experience, mm-hmm. once you identify what it is, what's it, what's it actually like to be those people yeah. going through that thing and experiencing what we have to provide them, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad or whatever yeah. it is. Right. And caring about that. Right. Yeah. I think it's really important. Well, I believe if we do that, if, if, if we just keep it very simple at the beginning, one, it creates a beautiful foundation and power yeah. for like being able to get really creative in the future. Yeah. Instead of just falling in love with how we do things, when we fall in love with our people again, yeah. we can get wildly creative or maybe be incredibly simple mm-hmm. in the mapping of, of that journey, but it will be built around um, the who that is on our team, because as yeah. leaders, it is an honor to be able to yeah. serve them, to be able to lead them and to have them trust us. And yeah. so what, what an incredible thing. And Matt, I, I got to say, um, just on behalf of, of, um, knowing people there that your organization has helped make better. Yeah. Just thank you. Oh, uh, I know that, that the thank you is to a lot of leaders oh, at Heartland so many as people. well, but yeah. my, my life has been impacted by it. Uh, I continue to grow and learn and glean from things like the Heartland way. Uh, one of the things that I talk about with, with some of my friends often is rumbling respectfully. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and, and hearing about how that can be done well. Yeah. And, and so, uh, love what you guys are doing. Love what what you're doing for this community. Uh, beyond that, um, and, and and just thankful to to have you here. So thanks for sitting down and joining us today yeah. on the Leader Growth Podcast and pouring into oh, to everyone yeah. here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been super fun and super excited to see what you're building, and uh, certainly your influence and and uh, and uh, it's really incredible. We've really got some amazing people in Oklahoma City specifically doing great things. So thank you so much. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you. And thanks for joining us today on the Leader Growth Podcast. Hey, I am really excited because over these uh, final few days of December, what we're going to do is give you some very practical things, both at the heart level, but also on strategy on how you can engage more people uh, with your business. We're going to be talking about how to engage people through social media, and we're, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some things that, that are going to inspire you to a life of more, uh, a life of generosity, a life of impact. And so thank you for being part of the Leader Growth community. Once again, if you want to jump into a Leader Growth group, reach out to us at hello at Leader Growth. Growth.us. And to find out more about what we offer within Leader Growth, check it out at leadergrowth.us. Once again, here today with Matt Palmer from Heartland talking about employee experience. Go check out Heartland, the incredible things that they're doing, the impact that, that they're making. I'm looking forward to seeing you here next time on the Leader Growth Podcast. Have a great day. This is our declaration. We are locked in. All in and full out. We are the roar. You think you can run with us? Let's go. I get lying in my blood. You were just a cub. I roll with the king. I am guaranteed to dub. What it is, what it was. I am dope, showing love. From the dirt, get a glove. This flow is for the scrub. You can't beat me. So go take a seat and do it discreetly. I pray and then I slay these beats. Make it look easy. I'm a lion and you just lying. I'll leave you 
trying. And I see you trying.